Hello and welcome to a lovely new edition of the Big Finish podcast. I am Alexander Vlahos and I play Dorian Gray and I'm joined by my lovely producer and director Scott Hancock. Say hello Scott. Hello Scott. <laughs> so what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about uh, series two which we have just finished completing today. Yes we did. Um, are you going to apologise for the? Fact I'm going to apologise for my voice because Joe Lidster has been making me scream for Dark Shadows. But that's a different series. That's so a we're different not going to talk about that. Lovely horror. But speaking of lovely horror, <laughs> we have five episodes of Dorian coming up and an adaptation of the original novel. We do, we do, we do. You've had me working hard, very hard over the last few weeks. Let's talk about what we have in store for the series. For those who haven't heard the first, go and check it out now so you're up to speed. Alex, what was it like for you coming back after? Series one went out and was released. And yeah, well, I'm I'm overjoyed. I'm I, I think I've said this many a time, but I'm incredibly humbled and overjoyed by the response that this first series has had, and thrilled to come back into the Dorian Gray coat because that's quite iconic, isn't it? Yeah, no, I'm 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 really happy, and I'm um the second series is pushing the boundaries, I guess, and pushing different story elements that we couldn't really touch upon in the first. I think the first one was quite character driven could it you say very that? dorian focused yes and and so that we got the idea of who this person was and and also brought him on a journey of in, an internal journey then i guess of, of of who his character was and and developing that whereas in the second series we are i guess doing more standalone sort of horror supernatural stories that doesn't really it's more seeing how dorian affects other, other people yeah so we're doing we're doing the, the old switcheroo <laughs> Which is all very fun. And we've got some brilliant actors coming in. We have. We've got Catherine Mangold, who's in the first episode of Gary Russell's script. And we've got Sarah Douglas. Sarah Douglas playing Dorothy Parker. Dorothy Parker. We've got Lala Ward coming in, playing someone that you've never, ever heard her play before. Um, who else have we got? Loads we've of got people. got Jeff Breton, Reese Jennings, Daniel Brocklebank, Paul Clayton. David Menken. David Menken. Hugh Ross, of course. Hugh Ross, Hugh who Ross. I'm so super excited about, um, playing a playing the Montagues, which we won't we won't give away too much info on that. Yeah, and um, and yeah, like we said, it's going to go. It's um, it's pushing the boundaries of what we've done in the first series again. Five standalone half hour episodes, with at the end of that, I think you've said is that the adaptation's coming out of the book, mm. which is for me was a whole different challenge altogether. Yes, going back and reinventing the character in a way, going back to its roots. Well, yeah, sort of starting with a clean slate, but still being Dorian, but not Dorian as we know it. The Dorian of the book that was still at the start, you know, untainted and you know, still had its soul, <laughs> which is the most important part. Yes, and we had uh, Miles Richardson and Marcus Hutton in, who are big Finnish regulars, but just rose to the challenge completely. And again, we've, we've got a really nice cast for it. Yeah, we're um, incredibly lucky that we've, you know, we've managed to pull out all the stops and I'm, I'm super, super excited that people can, when it comes out, that people will hopefully enjoy the second as much as they enjoyed the first. So what's been your favourite bit about coming back and recording? I don't know, just the, the chance to sort of find Dorian again and, and play around with different elements. And like you said, I think we've raised the bar again with the scripts this year and just, I just, I don't know, I like playing him. He's, he's such a, um, he's such an iconic part and... I I don't know the challenge of with of playing Dorian and putting him in these different situations is always fun and each episode sheds a different light on different characters and stuff so no I'm just I'm happy to be back happy to be back have there been any moments in the scripts you've turned a page on I can't believe you're making me do that um no no should I I I should I do you know what <clears throat> I'm just I should probably songs where I remember getting uh, an angry text going <laughs> yes the song 
You said you were going to get me to sing, but then to be fair, I asked for that episode, so it was almost like a backhanded compliment. <laughs> it, was, it was almost like, like, well, if you're going to get this episode, I'm going to make you sing. So I apologise to listeners in advance when you listen to that one. Yes, we've got. A this is no, Scott. With... This is the part where you say no. He sounds great. no. He sounds amazing. <laughs> I've not heard it back yet. But, um, he sounded good on the day. Yeah, on the day, on the yes. day. Um, but yeah, no, um, nothing really to say that I can't believe you get me to do that. No, I, that's that's the excitement about this. You get you get to push Dorian in all these brilliant different ways and different avenues and stuff. So no, no complaints from me. <clears throat> Let's talk a bit about where you see Dorian going and what stories you'd like to tell because we've had quite a few people write in on the Big Finish Facebook page and Twitter page saying that you should write one, particularly after your Benny Summerfield. Yeah, um, <laughs> I would like to write one. I think I'd like to co-write one, though, because, like I said, the I'm always thrilled to read the new scripts because I think the writers have brought something brilliant to to the Dorian series. Um, I feel like if I came in and started tinkering, it would be... I think I would ruin it. <laughs> I don't think that's fair. I think, having worked with you on Benny, you get... a good sense of characters and you relate that and, and especially because i'm playing him <laughs> yeah no but I'm, it might think... be a danger it's just a dorian solo yes story no i no know but else. this is what i talked to you about i think we've talked about different decades or different stories that we'd quite like to do and mm. um and i asked you for the the 60s one which is the the lord of misrule which is the simon barnard one um but yeah no i I don't know, we haven't done the 70s yet, so I'd quite like to see Dorian cords and long hair and <laughs> floral shirts and sort of, you know, and, and being all hippie hippie. Um, and I always think there's always a, there's, um, there's room to explore the relationship between Dorian and his portrait. Um, it's always locked away or hidden or it's never really affected. And I always think there's something quite, there could be something quite fun to play oh, yeah. with that. Um, but yeah, no, who knows? Who knows if there's going to be a series three, maybe. Um, but if there is, then I'm sure we will explore different avenues and down that sort of thing. Yes. I'm already thinking of co-writers for you. Nah, I'll write one with you Let's... if you want. Shall we? Shall we do that like There we go, Jason. Commission us and we'll do a... <laughs> we'll co-write a mad Dorian story. No, and I just want to say that, um, I say, I think we should both say a thank you to the people that are downloading this. Mm, the, the, the response to series one was you know, so positive for something new. And something um, that we did in, you know, in a, in a mishmashy couple of days in Cardiff. That, um, it's, it's, I oh, think that it's, studio was fun. <laughs> but it's caught us by, well, it's caught me by surprise. And um, hopefully we continue to live up to people's expectations in the second series, I guess. I, I, I hope so. I think the, the joy of working on the series is we have so many different writers and different voices coming in. You get people like Nev Fountain coming in and David Llewellyn and Gary Russell and we've got a new writer, Roy Gill. Who's doing the Halloween special. Doing the Halloween special. Which we haven't talked about. We haven't recorded it yet. But we've got all these new voices coming in and pitching ideas and stories that I would never think to do. And that excites me. So hopefully just the sheer variety of stories we have to tell and adventures and things you get to do should excite the audience too. And there really is something for everyone this series. Yeah. And it's, it's why we get people like Lala coming in, because she gets to play something unlike anything she's done before. And she's terrifying and sexy at the same time. <laughs> and um, I think we should, yeah, I think we should end with a clip from the first episode of series two. So, yeah, um, here is a clip from episode one of series two of The Confessions of Dorian Gray, the picture of Loretta Delphine by Gary Russell. And here is me and Catherine Mangold. Giving it large. <laughs> Giving it large in Florida. Giving it large Available in Florida. Available to pre-order now. Yes. And let's say goodbye. Yep. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Cheerio. Bye.
They reckon Delphine's price was her insanity. One day, the police entered the hotel and discovered that about 20 of the top bosses, people allegedly magicked away, were in fact in a secret dungeon stashed away behind the kitchen. <laughs> Most were dead. A few were alive. All had been tortured. And I mean, really sadistically tortured. One man was still alive, his intestines wrapped around his stomach like a belt. Another was left drooling in the corner because Delphine had drilled into his skull and then poked his brain with a drinking straw day after day. Delphine claimed the devil did it. Or at the very least made her do it. Your mother had an interesting take on bedtime stories. <laughs> And one imagines the police weren't exactly satisfied with Delphine's excuses. You think? The thing is, Delphine escaped from jail before they could even try her. No one knows how. A secret lover on the force, perhaps. Or one of the surviving crime bosses who felt they owed her for all her work. No doubt some said the devil reclaimed her, yes? A few. Either way, no trace was ever found.